What's up, fools? I'm 30. The grim stead of death calls out for me, keening its low, hungry sound, its vile tendrils wrapping around my ankles, pulling me deep, deep into the benthic trench of decrepitude. I saw a gray hair, but no. I recognize that I have a solemn duty, and that is to pursue the call of the podcast wherever it may take me. This week, we're playing what may be the most mysterious submission radio drama revival has ever received. Stick around for Utopia. O death, I rebuke thee, I spit in thy bony face, I cast thee back into the ether, because this is Radio Drama Revival. Hey folks, welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the podcast that showcases the diversity and vitality of modern audio fiction. I'm your host, David Reinstrom, and I survived, and you did too. Well, we survived so far, because folks, I want to tell you about the coolest, most mysterious submission we ever got. This week, we're playing a new podcast series called Utopia. Episode 1 came out in April. Uh, The email we got came from an individual calling themselves Icewater. This is also the name by which they are credited in the show. There is also an actor credited only as DPK, all lowercase, another simply as Sharon. Other people listed in the show have full names and links to online profiles, but I'm starting to wonder, was this a dead drop? Am I a spy now? Are we all spies now? If so, gosh, what a birthday present. I would summarize Utopia myself, but the makers of the audio drama have done it so well themselves already. Uh, The description runs as follows. Utopia is set in an alternate reality which diverged from ours shortly after World War I. The League of Nations succeeded in its mission. There is global unity, and the world has been at peace for a century. Esperanto is the universal language. A hybrid economy provides adequately for all, and there is ample leisure time. Lifespans are steadily increasing. In this benign environment, utopians are free to experience existence and to explore life. Why would anyone leave? You're going to hear some Esperanto spoken at the beginning and end of the feature, in case you, like me, have never heard it spoken before and have no idea what it sounds like. I like this. I really like this. It takes a minute or two to spin up, but then it just gets stranger and stranger and more thoughtful and eerie, and the dissociativeness of it all begins to make sense to me, and in its fractal weirdness, it began, rather quickly, to coalesce into something coherent and cool. Well... Join our pal Glatzio, won't you, as he stares at a plate. This is Utopia, Episode 1, Gladness. Plate. 
pentisu utopianoj kaj ankaŭ vi povas por ĉiam eniri. Ĉu vi kontrolis sian kalendaron? Hodiaŭ estas la tago de la tortiko de tra el la
you have a mind and you think and you feel and that's supposed to be therapeutic I'm late You're late again, Glazio. Festro. Glatzio. Could I speak with you for a moment? Certainly. I should tell you that it's not work-related. Not work-related? Uh-huh. And you'd like to talk to me about it? All right. Uh, sure, please. Come in and uh, close the door. So, what's on your mind? Well, I don't really know how to put this. Recently, I've had these, I don't know what they are. I'm overcome with a feeling. A feeling? Yeah, a feeling that things are becoming disconnected. Disconnected? Or we're never connected, and I'm only just discovering it. Okay. And as things become disconnected, they lose their meaning. Because things are defined in relation to the things they're connected things with. Things are connected and defined by that. Wait, wait, wait. I... I'm not following. Maybe, maybe conceptually, but <laughs> how you made it here, I... Uh... It happened again this morning. I was looking at my plate. Ordinarily, a plate makes sense. It sits on the table where it belongs, and an omelet sits on the plate. That's where the omelet belongs. And the plate makes sense because of the table and the omelet. Hmm. But this morning, the plate became disconnected, and it made no sense to me. Your plate, it made no sense? No, not in that moment. It was just an object made of some substance. Someone made that substance in that shape, and now it was in my house. It was just there, and everything else was just there. I'm not explaining this well. Glatzio, it's just a plate. <laughs> you put your eggs on it. <laughs> it's not just the plate. Like the garden. I'd been planting this garden all winter, where it would go, what I'd plant. I imagined this becoming something that I'd do, and I'd get produce from this garden. An interesting hobby, I suppose. I don't really understand it myself. Uh, fresh vegetables are so readily available at the state markets. I was even planning to grow some meat. Or try, at least. I turned up some earth earlier this spring. A good-sized plot of earth. I felt like I was on my way toward this 
vision that I'd had all winter. But recently, I was looking out the window at the garden, and that feeling came, and all I saw was a patch of dirt, just rocks and roots all drying out. It wasn't the beginning of a garden anymore. Well, uh, I would suggest looking out a different window, one that doesn't face the garden. Have you tried that? But I don't even see the idea of a garden. It's just upturned earth. It's just itself. Okay, um, look, Lazio, of course it's just itself. A garden is a garden, a plate is a plate. I really need to get some work done here, please. Please. This is out of place in the office, and I know we're not close. But I've always respected your intellect, so I thought you might have some idea. I understand. Look, Glazio, these uh, thoughts you're having, they're not totally unfamiliar. But you do realize how much time we spend together every week. Fifteen hours. And it certainly would make things a little bit more bearable if we didn't have these complications. I know. I shouldn't really give advice, and I don't necessarily advise you now. It does occur to me, though, that the therapeutic centers have some resources you might investigate. I'll confide in you. My daughter once had occasion to use their services. She was diagnosed with a case of... Anyway, uh, she went to see them, and uh, she spoke quite highly. I'm aware of the therapeutic centers. They gave her a recording, a very inspirational recording. I listened to it out of curiosity. There were sounds of nature, and then the sounds of a flock of geese. There was a narrator describing everything. It was really quite visual. Within a couple of minutes, I felt like it was really up there, flying, you know, to the south, with great inner purpose. <laughs> or, uh, or, or was it the north? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if it really it matters. Was the south. You know, what really does matter is that, you know, that great sense of inner purpose. Yeah. It sounds very inspirational. Oh, it, it was inspirational. It really was. Uh, visually beautiful. Believe it or not, for an audio recording. Uh, I'll, I'll look into it. Um, I suppose I should let you return to your work. Thank you, Festro. The mind's eye. <laughs> you know, it really can paint quite a scene. Beautiful, really. Picturesque. I, I, I kind of still see it now. The... The mountains and, and the ocean and the waves and, and, and the way the light glints off of Thank uh, you. you know those little Thank sparkly you. things and the and, and the poofy clouds and the All in all, things are going well. We're making steady progress with registrations. The numbers are increasing very slowly at the predicted rate. So we should be. Let's see. What? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was. Uh... <laughs> are you okay? This isn't that plate thing again. Is it? Plate thing? I'm, I'm fine. You don't look fine. He's just seeing you as yourself, Gita. What? Oh, never mind. I'm okay. I was, uh, just distracted by, uh, by the, um... You were talking about... Uh, let's see... Gita, Gita, can I please just... I can... Hey! Thank you.
Ah, yes. The numbers. The registration numbers. And such things. Why don't you take the rest of the day off? Go home and get some rest. Wow. I don't think I've ever seen him move that fast. I do not want to be here right now. Welcome to Cafe Society 23. Gladness? No thanks. Could I have a coffee? Cream and sweet? Uh, okay, no gladness. Coffee, cream and sweet coming up. I like the kiwi. It's calming. Taro. Most people have it these days. Very good. Very popular. Taro! Hey, buddy! Hi. I hope I'm not interrupting. No, not at all. Good, good. Have a seat, my friend. Your coffee. Oh, thank you. Cream and sweet. Again, I'm sorry to intrude. I just had to get out for a while, and, uh... I really enjoyed the discussion we had the other day. I was hoping we might pick up where we left off. You're not intruding at all. It's nice to see you again. So, how have you been since the other day? Good. I've been good. Overall? Actually, I'm not sure how I've been. Oh, what do you mean? Never mind, it's hard to describe. Okay, sure. I've had these... moments... where... 
things around me seem unfamiliar. <laughs> I know what you mean. You do? Oh, sure. You know, uh, you feel unfamiliar. Well, if we're talking about the same thing, it feels like you're practically in another dimension. Oh, everyone gets that. You think so? I'm sure they do. You know, you look around. Things don't look the same. You can't, you can't recognize things. Exactly. Hey, uh, could you remind me what we were talking about the other day? I thought it was very interesting. We were talking about history. The unification, mostly. Ah, a fascinating subject. Can you imagine where we would be now if we all hadn't succeeded? If we all hadn't managed it? So many people back then. Awful. Just awful. <laughs> On the bright side, there was always someone to talk to. But you've seen the photos. Pre-unification? Awful. Packed together like mice trapped in a grain silo. <laughs> You know what really strikes me? The endless labor. I read that the majority of their waking hours was spent at labor. Man is a highly adaptable animal. It's unbelievable, really, what he will put up with. They had common bathrooms. They would share bathrooms, not one person at a time, at the same time. Rows of toilets. They would excrete right next to each other. No, 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 thank you. Not for me. It was the population. It led to bizarre priorities. I remember that from my schooling. For some reason I have this persistent obsession with the past. It's almost morbid. I don't really think about it too much. I mean, while we're talking, sure. It's fascinating, but... Mostly, uh, I focus on the present. I get lost in it. <sighs> anyway, I'm glad you're here today, Taro. I keep to myself usually, but sometimes you just want to see a familiar face, you know? Oh, buddy. I'm really happy that you came to talk to me. I always like talking to you. So, how's your family? Family? Yes. Is everyone doing well? I don't have family to speak of. Uh. Don't you remember? The other day, I told you about it. State race. Oh, right. Right. That, that's right. We talked about it at some length. Right. History. Such a fascinating subject, my friend. Do uh, you remember our conversation? The other day? Hmm. Taro? Of course I do. Uh, we meet here at the cafe, and we talk. Very interesting discussions. My friend, I would like to share something with you, uh, if I could. All right. There was an accident at work. The electrical lights. My memory, it comes and goes. Mostly goes. I don't remember much. 
Everyone is unfamiliar. Or maybe I've mistaken you for someone. Mistaken me for someone? I should go. My friend. It's Glatzio. Glatzio, please. Wait just a moment. The electrical lines. I can't remember. I want to remember, but I can't. That is very unfortunate. It's terrible is what it is. When did this happen? I'm not sure. Uh, a year ago? Several years ago? I'm just a little confused. You greeted me as a friend. You said you remembered me. Why would you say that? People are disappointed when I can't remember, just as you are disappointed now. So I treat everyone as a friend. Is that wrong? I mean, we meet, we greet each other, and we share a drink. We talk. Is it wrong to treat everyone as a friend? I can't remember. Okay, okay. Relax. Look, I'm sorry. I was already not in a good frame of mind when I decided to come here today. I just wasn't expecting this. Don't... Don't be sorry, buddy. You are my friend. And I'm your friend. As much as I'm able to be. Okay, Taro. I think I get it. No hard feelings, really. But I really do have to get going now. I always enjoy our conversations, Glatzio. Yeah, me too, me too. The unification. Ah, yes. What was and what might have been. And pre-unification. Bizarre times. You'll, you'll come back? Talk some more about history? It means a lot to me. When I'm left alone with my thoughts. It's like this big blank space. I will be back. I'm always here, Glatzio. I'm always here.
Let's see you. Best row. I know it's not custom. Glazio. Lonzo. It's been a few weeks. Sorry I haven't been in touch. On the other hand, you might try picking up the phone yourself one of these days. Anyway, I just thought I would check in and see how things were going. Me, I've been pretty busy with my society project. The open wound. It's really picking up some steam. I was interviewed for one of the locals a couple days ago. Did you hear it? I'm wondering if I sounded okay. I tried to be engaged, but slightly removed. Not too enthusiastic, but, you know, not too far away. Maybe mid-near, slightly removed. In tone? If you did happen to hear it, give me a call back. Let me know how I came across. Okay, well, I guess... Um, oh. I almost forgot. I saw Marina a few days ago. We walked right past each other on the street. I don't think she recognized me, or if she did, she hit it well. I thought she moved inland years ago. Well, do give me a call if you happen to catch that local. Or maybe we'll speak again in another six weeks or so. Marina. sit here for a bit. We're almost there. Oh, there's a nice view. Okay. Besides, I don't have your Amazon endurance. I could carry you. <laughs> you probably could. Oh. So. Yes? I have a question for you. What? When did you first realize you were hopelessly in love with me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, about seven years ago. I remember it as if it were yesterday. Suddenly, the sun was brighter, the grass was greener. Yes, yes, of course. It goes without saying. Now, specifically, what did you find irresistible? Oh, please. About... <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. What? Rose hips. Rose hips? Yeah. Two of these contain all the vitamin C you need for a day. Is this a... This is a rosebud. You can eat these right off the bushes? Sure. We used to have them at Stand of Pines all the time. Two a day. I don't think they're buds, really. They're fruit or something. Here, try one. <laughs> I don't know. I get plenty of vitamin C already. How do I know you're not trying to poison me? Oh, come on. They're good for you. Look, I'll go first. You take the seeds out, like this, and... Okay, not poison. All right. Take the seeds out. Hey. 
Hey, not bad. I eat two of these a day to keep scurvy away. <laughs> Have you ever looked at a wave rolling in and thought, no one else has ever seen this before? Seen a wave before? Not a wave. Like this wave. This water arranged this way. And in a few seconds, it'll all be gone. Oh, uh, hmm. Or the trees in the wind. It's the same thing. The arrangement of the leaves, the movement of the leaves. And think that will never happen again. Not like that. Good seal. Will you look at the next wave with me? Together? At the arrangement of the water! Just as you feel the breeze in the meadow, under the sky, with the fireflies and the stars. Precious thing, you are more than the stars. You are more than the Milky Way. You have a mind, and you think. And you feel, you decide, and you act. You create meaning. You are greater than you could ever imagine. Oh, come on. All right, that's it. Therapeutic services. I'd like to speak to someone about one of your tapes. Actually, I, I think I'd like to speak to the therapist herself, if I could. Which tape are you referring to, my friend? You are more than the stars. More than the what? More than the stars. The stars. Could you please tell me which version? <sighs> Hold on. Version 8D. It looks like we're up into the 13s with that one. Okay, well, this is the version that I have. So, what would you like to know? I'd like to speak with the therapist. 
I think we have someone available tomorrow. What time is convenient for you? Not a therapist, the therapist. I'm sorry, the therapist? The therapist, on the recording. Oh, the therapist, the voice. Yes. I'm sorry, my friend, but I think you misunderstand. The voice, she's an actress. An actress? Of course she's an actress. Can I speak with her? About what? She has no experience in treatment. She's strictly... I want to ask her some questions about this tape. What kind of questions? Well, like, do you seriously believe this stuff? What are you doing over there anyway? Do you actually think this helps anyone? <laughs> this is what you give them. My friend, the actress couldn't possibly help you. Why, why don't you come in and speak with one of our staff? They could answer any questions you might have about our tapes and possibly assist you with anything else that's bothering you. I don't want to talk to anyone in person. Can't you send me something else? Something in a box or a bottle? I don't know. I suppose we could send you another tape. I don't want another tape! My friend, I've been very patient with you. I, I apologize. I'm not entirely sure what you're asking. I'm trying to help. I know, it's just that uh, I've been having some... I don't know, some uh, episodes or, or spells. I, I, I don't really know what they are. And I have to say, I don't know why you think this tape would help. Did you say you were having episodes? Yes. Would you mind describing them to me? Uh, I feel disconnected from things. Uh, things don't seem real or too real. And I don't feel real. I'm, I'm not sure how to put it. Would you say you feel dissociated with a loss of identity? I guess so, yeah. Could you hold for a moment? Sure, I can hold. Hello? Hello? Who's this? Could I ask you to come visit us to talk about your dissociative episodes? Uh, I said I didn't want to make an appointment. No offense, but I don't have much confidence in any of this. It would only take a short while. If I made an appointment, I'd cancel it by tomorrow. Trust me. How about now? You mean right now? Look, I really don't see the point. I'd really appreciate it if you would, for just a little while. Come talk to me. Why is it so important to you? It's a personal interest. Come see me. I'll explain. When? One hour? Okay, one hour. Um, could you meet me at the loading dock around the back? Um, hi. Hello, my friend. Are you... Actually, I don't think you told me who you are. I spoke with you on the phone? Yes, it's me. Okay, uh, I'm... Please, there's no need to give me your name. We work anonymously. But I'm not here seeking treatment. I know, but that could change. And if it did, then I could no longer work with you. Okay, so how should I call you? You can call me Blanila. And you? Uh, I don't know, uh... I'm drawing a blank for some reason. Any old name will do. You can call me... Glatzio. Well then, Glatzio. 
Lanila? So, why the loading dock? Well, I've spoken to a number of people who've experienced what you seem to be experiencing. As a rule, they haven't been comfortable with our standard intake process. Ah. You don't want to scare me away. <laughs> yes, pretty much. I did almost turn around on my way here. My, uh, sense of urgency seems to have faded. I'm not even really sure what I'm doing here at this point. If nothing else, you're doing me a great personal favor, as you agreed to on the phone. Okay, I'm not going anywhere. What would you like to know? Let's have a seat on the steps. I would like to make a deal with you. A deal? I will tell you everything I know about your situation. And I would like you to tell me everything you know about your situation. That seems... fair. Actually, I would like your organism to tell me everything it knows as well. My... organism? I'd like to run some tests. What kind of tests? Nothing too invasive. A questionnaire. A couple of free-form interviews. Maybe some samples. Samples? Yeah, just some routine samples. We can get into the details later. We can start Let's with... get into the details now. Like, samples of what? Brain samples. Okay, this has been very pleasant, Lanila, but I really it's have to get going It's not as bad now. as it sounds. Just a few cells... Is this the real reason we're hiding out here on the loading dock? Absolutely not. The sampling is entirely routine. We perform the procedure at least once or twice a week for various reasons. It's truly harmless. How about this? Let's take the samples off the table for now. Let's just talk. That does sound slightly less terrifying. Okay then, let's jump in. My first question is this. What moved you to contact the center today? I feel a little ridiculous saying this, but... I called to complain about your tapes. There's that part about being an insignificant speck and getting sucked into a star. Just Our didn't... tapes do help people. Sometimes you need a different perspective or just a kind word to get from one day to the next. I can't say it had much effect on me. Oh no, they, they wouldn't help at all with that. Is that why you listened to it today? Who diagnosed you? The tapes would be useless for that. Uh, when I first contacted the center, I declined to come in to be evaluated. I asked for something that could be sent to me immediately. Mm -hmm. So you had an episode, you listened to the tape, and then you called us. Right. Can you describe the episode? Are you treating me now? Is this treatment? Strictly speaking, no. This is research. Independent research on my part. Independent? Well, yes. The center doesn't endorse it, officially. Why is your research not endorsed? Most here would say that a person experiencing dissociation, and if your case is similar to the others, I would guess outright hallucinations. Correct. 
Most here would say such a person needs therapy desperately, if not hospitalization. And you disagree? I'm coming to believe this phenomenon may be a sign of something that is ultimately positive. You must be joking. Think of it this way. Have you ever had a limb fall asleep? Of course. You know that tingling feeling you have as it begins to, to wake up? Yeah, sure. It's not very pleasant, is it? I can't stand that feeling. Well, I am coming to believe that these episodes are not unlike that awful tingling feeling. Some part of you, which part I don't yet know exactly, is just starting to wake up. Okay, uh, that sure sounds like a positive spin on the situation. But in the meantime, I'm basically getting snatched away without warning into another dimension. And it's getting worse. It's been three times today. Why don't you tell me about your most recent episode? <sighs> Let's see. I arrived home. I made a drink. Gladness? No, no, just a citrus juice thing. Never mind. Please continue. I made a drink, went through some mail, checked my answering machine messages, and one of them reminded me of someone. Of whom? A former partner. Mm, mm. The significant other. A strong trigger. Her name was... Uh, 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 no names, please. Anyway, she, uh... She really, uh... It was like... A magic trick. We were like kids together. I understand. Unfortunately, we have no treatment options for that. Okay, moving on. What else can you tell me about your episodes? What actually happens? Let's see. Uh, I'll have the sensation that uh, I can see every individual object around me with a striking clarity. But at the same time, I can't see the connections between them. It's like I see exactly what they are, but I can't see what they mean anymore. And that applies to yourself as well? Yeah, I suppose so. There it is. Please, continue. Anything else? I hear things. Distorted. Sounds and voices sometimes. Very distant. But I recognize them, vaguely. Is there a common theme to these sounds? I think so. They remind me of Stand of Pines. And what is that? It's the state home where I was raised, on the frontier. And how was that? It was wonderful. The Nestor. Dear Nestor Pavo. The instructors. The woods. My friends. I miss them all. I suppose most people feel this way about their youth. Well, many do. Not all do. I must say, I'm surprised that you would have fond memories of the frontier. I do. I feel very fortunate. I think people here have the wrong idea about it. 
Anyway, that's what arises when the uh, episodes come. Okay. Let's move on to more general questions. What was the last meaningful conversation you had with family or a friend? And what was it about? Last meaningful conversation? Hmm. I don't know. What is meaningful? Uh... I did have an extended conversation today with, well, an acquaintance, really, at a cafe. I don't know that I could call him a friend. He can't even remember who I am. Explain? From what I understand, there was some sort of electrical accident at his workplace. He remembers almost nothing from one day to the next. I just discovered this today. He'd been pretending to recognize me. At least half a dozen times. I still can't believe it took me this long to figure it out. So, no, not exactly a friend. What was the last meaningful conversation you did have with a friend, then? Friend. Friend. I suppose that would have to be... Uh-uh-uh. Right. Well, uh, yes, there is a friend. Our last meaningful conversation. Our last meaningful conversation. I can't remember, actually. Isn't that strange? No recollection whatsoever. Not strange at all, really. Have you spoken with him about your episodes? No. To anyone? Yeah, I told Tim. Ah, anonymity, my friend. Sorry. I did mention it to, uh, the forgetful one, today. You talked about it. Yes, and several other things. History, pre-unification, the past. A stimulating discussion? Very. Did you find some relief in having talked to someone? Yeah. Yes, I did. So his forgetfulness aside, perhaps he is a friend of a sort. I suppose you're right. It's difficult, though, to think of it in that light, given his condition. I wouldn't be so quick to discount relationships just because they don't conform to your every expectation. Hmm. So, is there anything I can do about this? Do you have anything more effective than you are more than the stars? More than the... The tapes. Ah, all right. No, not really. You have nothing? Tapes? That's it? It's not endorsed. Then why am I here? Because we have a deal. And because I have information. Very informative information about your episodes. For you. I thought you could help me. You know, our science establishment, we've made enormous gains in the biological sciences, but the mind, the sense of self, it's still a mystery, mostly. Several of the subjects I've studied, uh, people I've worked with, have reported some success suppressing the triggers with meditation. Meditation. Focus on your breath. Breathe in. Breathe out. You are not your thoughts, nor are you your body, nor are you anything else, really. Be in the present. 
think meditation is for me. I wouldn't dismiss it. It can be life-changing. Aside from that, I have to admit I'm kind of winging it here. But your memories of, where was it, on the frontier? Stand of Pines. Right, Stand of Pines. This place appears to be relevant somehow. I don't have much more than that for you. I'm sorry. Well, you have given me a lot to think about. Thank you for insisting I come down here. I'm grateful you came. And don't forget, we still have some tests to do at some point. No brain samples. No brain samples. For now. And now that we've made contact, next time we can meet somewhere more comfortable. I'm going back to Stand of Pines. I'm going back to Stand of Pines! Have you seen Tarot? Who? What is that? I'm looking for Tarot. I'm looking for a friend. His name is Taro. I think I saw him head up to the terrace. The rooftop. Please, watch your step.
Taro? Taro? Yes. Oh. Hello, my friend. How have you been? I've been good. Very good, in fact. Oh, buddy. That's so good to hear. Will you share some gladness with me? Oh, no. No, thanks. I won't be staying long. I just wanted to let you know that uh, I'll be taking a trip soon. Where to? To the frontier. The frontier? Really? A place called Stand of Pines. I have a few things to uh, clear up. That sounds exciting, I suppose. Worrisome, even. That'll be fine. I've been there before. I don't know, my friend. You know, now that I've made the decision, I'm almost rushing to it. If you say so. So, uh, how is your family? Hmm. Hmm, my family. They're doing very well. Never been better. That is splendid. Oh, uh, my mother asked about you. She asked about me? Yeah, she sends her regards. Oh, who? She said to me, Glatzio. Won't you please give Taro my warmest regards? That is so, so very wonderful. Truly, won't you please give her my warmest regards as well? Of course I will. Let's go downstairs. I'd like to have a coffee. To celebrate. All right. <laughs> I'm going back to stand-up pipes. It's dark up ahead. Please, watch your step, my friend. Ow! Oh. I'm good. This has been Gladness, episode one of Utopia. For credits and more, please visit utopiapodcast.com. You can also subscribe to receive future episodes. Episodes like Open Wound, Transit, and Stand of Pines. All coming soon. Utopia is a production of Sawdust Media. Gotta go.
You can find out more about Utopia by visiting their spare, rather gnomic website, utopiapodcast.com, and join me in waiting for their next episode. If you want to support the folks at Sawdust Media for their show, you can send them hot bucks through their PayPal account, set up a recurring donation through LibraPay, or toss money into their Bitcoin wallet. Matt, why don't we take cryptocurrency? Someone send me a Bitcoin! No, someone send me back to 2009, so I can buy like a million Bitcoin in exchange for eight bucks. You can also follow Utopia on Twitter at Utopia Podcast, where they have, you guessed it, a single tweet. I'm telling you people, this is one of the most mysterious submissions we've ever gotten. Props to Monique for shepherding this one through. If it transpires that by playing you this piece, I've inducted us all into a mysterious arcane cult, well, I can't exactly say I'm sorry. Remind me to tell you about the time Jillian and I very nearly got inducted into a secret society. But that's a story for another time. It happened a long time ago. Sorry. This is just me doing the Chapman thing. Okay, here's the sweet dates. If you like this show and you like the discovery mechanism we supply, if when your friends ask you, hey, what new audio dramas should I listen to? And you flip through a backlog of RDR episodes to see what you've liked recently, consider throwing us a dollar or two on Patreon. We're at patreon.com slash radiodramarevival. If you stick around after the credits, my lovelies, I'll read you a poem. It's my birthday gift to me. <clears throat> And now, credits, which I have decided to render in Esperanto. Wish me luck. Nia musica temo estas danger digidu de DJ Stranger Danger. Vi povas trovilian musicon en SoundCloud. Nia linio productanto estas Matthew Boudreaux. Mia kia coro coro. Nia interviewo productanto estas Eli McElveen. Me pensas que li estas sorcisto. Nia sorcita productanto estas Sean Howard. Li estas tre amusa kaya fabla. Niai esploristoi estas Heather Cohen kai Monique Boudreau. Ili estas tre inteligentai virinoi. Nia socia amas comunicilaro estas James Oliva. Li havas tian entusiasmon. Nia plenuma productanto estas Fred Greenhouse. Mi amas kai timas lin en egale mezuro. Mi estas via gastiganto, David Reinstrom. Kai chi tio estis Radio Drama Revival. Ciao raccontanto e bonvenigas. And now, to honor my theft of the phrase benthic trenches in the beginning of this episode, here is the poem I stole it from, Books, by Campbell McGrath. Happy birthday to me. Books live in the mind like honey inside a beehive, that ambrosial archive, each volume sealed in craft-made paper, nutritive cells, stamen-fragrant, snug as apothecary jars. Like fossilized trilobites or skulls in a torch-lit catacomb beneath an ancient city, Byzantium or Ecbatana, or Paris at the end of April when vendors set their folding tables filled with lily of the valley beside every metro entrance. And the women, coming home from work or market, scented already with the fugitive perfume of Muguay, carry handheld bouquets like pale tapers through the radiant, rain-washed streets at sunset. And then it is night, half the world ruled by dreams from which arise narrative forms, riddles, fables, myths, as mist lifts from mountain valleys in autumn, as steam belches from fumaroles in benthic trenches, to whose sulfuric cone strange life-forms cling, chrome-green crabs and eyeless shrimp, soft-legged starfish sung to sleep by that curious cousin of the hippopotamus, the whale.
who, having first evolved from ocean to land in the ever-eventful Cretaceous, thought better of it, returning, after millions of years, to scholarly contemplation in the mesomorphic metaphysical library of the sea.